The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. And this is the Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat. Roughly 44,000 people in Ireland are diagnosed with cancer every year. Certior Health has partnered with Data Cancer Genetics to launch TrueCheck. It's a new screening test that detects more than 70 types of cancer. Joining me in studio is Dr. Nick Flynn, who is Chief Medical Officer of Certier, and Maggie Malone, CEO of Certier Health. Um, and both of you have uh, your own personal experience of this diagnosis. Maggie, you had a, a yeah, cancer experience yourself. That's right, yeah. Um, about five years ago, I was diagnosed with a stage one breast cancer. So I was very lucky to catch it early. And as a result of that, I had to. I only had to have minor surgery and I didn't have to have chemo or, or major surgery. I remember at the time thinking... Oh, thank God, you know, it was such a relief not to have a major uh, surgery. And so, you know, I'm very interested in, you know, catching cancers early. And and that's why we've embraced this test. Uh, And how did you find your own? How did I, I was part of a just a screen, screening program. I was lucky to have found it early, you know. So um, yeah. So uh, but it's it's one of the things that we're interested in is that this test tests for over seventy types of cancer. So there's a lot of cancers that aren't screened for, um, and so it's it's great to have a test where you can. And one assumes that if it is a blood test, it has the capacity to find at very early stage. That's exactly right. And this test has a high sensitivity at early stages. Yeah. Nick, your own experience, you you dodged a fair bullet by chance in your own cancer experience, didn't you? Yeah, I, I was very lucky on two occasions, Anton, over the last number of years. So uh, the first one was I had a delayed cancer diagnosis due to the pandemic. So I was diagnosed with a, a cancer in my forearm, a sarcoma. Uh, and it was actually present for about 18 months before it was diagnosed again due to uh, the pandemic delays. So I was very lucky that the final diagnosis was favourable for me. And you as a doctor would have known the implications of having had that for 18 months when you got the diagnosis. So it it was behaving like a a slightly different uh, presentation, uh, but but the referrals were a bit slower and the hospitals were a little bit less reactive uh, due to to the pandemic. And then more recently, um, I I suppose I was lucky in that I was diagnosed with a form of food poisoning and while I was in hospital, they picked up a kidney cancer. So again, both of those experiences, like Maggie, has made me focus on early diagnosis of cancer and the benefits thereof because we know that early diagnosis of cancer you've got less treatment you get less complicated surgeries less chemotherapy less radiotherapy and in the long term you have a fourfold increase in survival from cancer which is diagnosed early as opposed to diagnosed later on so did the kidney need much in the way of intervention again i was very lucky that it was uh, an operation uh, and uh, after the operation, I didn't need chemotherapy or radiotherapy, so I was quite lucky with the with the histology. But again, it focuses your mind very much uh, on the cancer journey, and it gives us, I think, as as, uh, as a group and as a team working now uh, in the cancer uh, area, gives us a lot of empathy that we understand uh, the cancer journey and we understand the the how significant it is when a patient hears those words and uh, and, and and the journey they're about to embark on. And no better evidence of the need for the early detection and the kind of impact that it can have in in, um, morbidity and mortality. In terms of that early detection, explain then, Maggie, how this test works. So um, basically, um, you just take a blood draw and in uh, what we're looking for is circulating tumour cells in the blood. So um, 
tumours uh, release uh, cells into the bloodstream and uh, that's what we're identifying. And then uh, the second part of the test is to identify which organ those uh, tumour cells are related to. So, like I said, once again, very high sensitivity in early stages and much higher sensitivity than in later stage cancers. And is is it by the cells themselves that you can tell which organs they relate to or do you have to test organ function to see an impact? It's the cells themselves. So it's 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 in, they're using immunocytochemistry to figure out which uh, organs the cancer is related to. Yeah. And how long established does the cancer need to be for it to be detectable? Well, this test will... St- uh, detect a stage zero cancer and, a st- and stage one cancer. So uh, it's it, it can, because it's a molecular level test, it can detect very, very early stage cancers. What types of cancer? So really, like I said, 70 different types of cancers, um, everything from in situ sarcomas, gliomas, but for up to 40 different organs. So what's really interesting, I think, is, you know, for for cancers that don't have a screening program like lung cancer, ovarian cancer, pancreatic, brain, thyroid, kidney cancer. So all of those cancers would be covered by this test. In terms of the demographics that you're um, looking at then, Nick, the the groups that you would seek to target, age, gender, what are you looking for? Yes, so uh, I suppose the most important thing to say, Anton, is that this is a screening test. So we're looking at patients who are over 40 and they should be asymptomatic. So patients should not have symptoms. And they also should not have a previous history of cancer to undertake this test. And once over 40 and asymptomatic, we're really uh, looking to patients who might be at home and listening to the programme who want to add a cancer screening test to their annual health check, who maybe have a family history of cancer or who for maybe environmental reasons, for example, smoking, perceive themselves to have a high risk of cancer. So I suppose in summary, it's it's a screening test for those over 40 who would like to add a cancer screening test to their health check. How significant are those two factors, the environmental factors and the historical factor, factors in terms of uh, family history? Because I assume there is a big risk that what you get is a lot of the worried wells subjecting themselves to unnecessary tests. Um, it's, I suppose it's very important like, that the risk factors for any illness are, are, are important and particularly with cancer we know that family history is a significant factor for a lot of cancers and again we know that smoking, obesity are, are, are important environmental risk factors. It's important also to, Anton, to say that, that this our test complements the existing tests and it doesn't replace them so people should of course always engage with the established uh, cancer screening programs that the HSC have for cervical breast and bowel um, and uh, also again just to emphasize to anybody at home that has symptoms that screening tests are not for symptomatic people anybody with symptoms should go to their GP whether it's a lump whether it's you know a weight loss or explain anything. that why are, why are screening because at first glance people I would have thought would, would have said the exact time you need to get checked is when you have symptoms well, yeah, this is, this test is is uh, clinically trialed for asymptomatic people so that's why we're, we're that, 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 that those are the restrictions around this particular test oh as in that's the that, that's the certification that is the restriction certification on for this test. so if you do have a symptom go see your go GP see your and GP. go whatever yeah. the other route might be yeah. in terms then of the uh, testing you said it uh, Nick about the, the yearly test do most people Maggie get yearly medical checks or is that relatively rare? Well, I think people as they get older, you know, um, really like the idea of taking control of their health um, and uh, are focused on health and health outcomes. So I would not say that necessarily most people, there's certainly a large cohort of people who are checking their health and, and focused on living healthier longer. 
there's also a large cohort of people who have the view of keep your head in the sand and ignore it and hope it'll go away and who are terrified of white coats. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We did um, independent uh, uh, empathy research around cancer screening in Ireland and of the over 1,000 people that we had uh, uh, responded to that research, only 3% said that they would not like to know if they had cancer or not. But did you check how many people are willing to go through the examination process if they yeah. are asymptomatic? Yeah, well, we 88% of people that uh, responded said that they were interested in blood-based uh, cancer screening or they'd already heard of blood-based cancer screening. Texas say I was diagnosed with the same kidney tumour found early. This is the uh, same as in that, that Nick was describing from his own experience. Uh, Texter says, while they were in the USA, if I was here at home, we wouldn't have found it until I was in my 50s, meaning it was too late. My Irish surgeon removed the tumour and saved both my kidney and my life. Only I was abroad, I would never have known. We deserve better prevention rather than treatments. I assume the reason that was caught is the commonality of regular health screening in the US. What about the, the cost of all of this? Is this paid for by insurance? Is this a, a private so we're, we're working to make it more accessible. So we are talking to the health insurance companies to include it on their um, on their benefits uh, programs. And then we've also had a lot of interest from employers uh, to include this as a, an employee benefit. As well. And if it isn't on your insurance and I decide I want to put my hand in my own wallet, how much does it cost? So it ranges from 750 euros up to 1450 euros for the larger test that looks for the 70 different types of cancers. It is not cheap. Well, you know, innovation takes a long time to and it's expensive to uh, to uh, develop and bring to market. But we are working on on trying to make it more accessible and, and we'll always be working to try and bring the price down. Where was the test developed? Is this common in other jurisdictions? So uh, Datar Cancer Genetics is an Indian company, um, uh, but uh, it is uh, it is now all over the world. It is, has received breakthrough designation in the US. Um, it's in the UK and in um, in Germany, Spain, and we're launching it here in Ireland. So as part of that launch, how does that process go? There's a, a clinical trial in Ireland, is that it? We haven't set up any clinical trials here. The, the test has already been uh, extensively clinically trialled. Uh, so we're launching just for anybody who's interested in, in, in you know, taking control of their own health to, to be able to take the test now. But we are open to doing clinical trials in Ireland. And where do people find out about it? So if you go to certier.com um, and you can just schedule there. And if you have any questions at all, just submit them on the certier.com website and we'll get right back to you. And that's C-E-R-T-I-O-R. That's correct. Yeah. And Nick, in terms of this style of testing, is this becoming sort of the common trend in testing that it is it is blood based based on a venal draw rather than other forms of cancer tests? Well, it, it certainly is breakthrough technology, uh, uh, Anton. And yeah, as, you, as you quite rightly say, it is a, a simple blood test that people will be familiar with the same way as when you go to get your cholesterol test, the same technique. Um, and this particular test has been shown to be highly sensitive at 88 percent with 99 uh, percent specificity and with accuracy towards identifying the organ of um, uh, the, the circulating tumour cells uh, belong to. It's got 96.2 percent accuracy and those uh, numbers are through extensive uh, clinical research by Datar Genetics with over uh, 57,000 patients having taken the test. Nick, thank you very much. That is Dr. Nick Flynn, who is Chief Medical Officer of Certier Health. And thank you as well to Maggie Malone, who is CEO. And Maggie, give us that website again. It's certier.com. Maggie Malone, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.